Hello, my name is Asher Parsons. And my name is Dylan August. And together we are the host of Not, Not Your Typical, Typical Talk. Talk. Now today we have Jordan Miller back on the on the podcast today. And uh, Jordan, you're a big stage combat guy, right? You could say right? That, I would yeah. I would that would be a fair assumption. Yeah. Um you've choreographed all the fights in, in TYP and other things too. I mean, I met you through stage combat. I think I don't know about you, but no, I met him through stage combat. No, I met him through dialect. Okay. Actually, I met him through dialect too, but I, I, I would say that I officially met him through stage combat. But yeah, um, so we're gonna talk about that today. That yeah, sounds good. Talk about that today. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the first question that I have is, what got you into the stage combat realm? Like, were you an aggressive were you, like, child, trying to or stab your you just... dad with the kitchen knife, or <laughs> oh, one time stabbed a chicken uh, the knife or anything? Um, I, I was in the martial arts um, as a youth, and that definitely got me. Interested in just, you know, phys- physicality. That was that was the only sport I really liked. Yeah. And then when I was y'all's age, I was actually in the Texas Renaissance Festival for three years. And that's where I first started to pick up swordplay. But it wasn't until college uh, where I, when I went to North Carolina School of the Arts. And they had a very uh, intensive stage combat program there. And um, the teacher there, who's, who's there now, uh, Dale Anthony Gerard, is a fight master with the Society of American Fight Directors. And I basically picked his brain uh, for all. For, he was there for, for three years. I picked his brain for the whole three years I could, just tried to mm-hmm. absorb as much as possible from him. And kind of was going to go into that as a, um, not as a my full-time career, but definitely as a side career. And especially uh, when I was 23, Three, I think I had a really bad experience uh, with a musical director, and to, to the extent that I didn't want to do film, I didn't want to do theater at year. all. I didn't want to sing, didn't want to do theater. I was done, and um, so that's when Jessica and I had first started uh, dating, and we had, were living in Vegas, and then we moved to L.A. And ironically. When I was in L.A., most of the work that I was getting was stunt gigs. I was working a lot in non-union films, and I was the guy that the, the lead actors would beat up a lot. Okay. Um, For real? <laughs> well, uh, sort of. Usually the um, on sets like that, usually you, you have your, your, your actors, your talent. You do have a stunt team. You have a stunt coordinator, and the stunt coordinator puts some choreo together. But yeah. usually the actors aren't that skilled, so... <laughs> A lot of times you're protecting them from themselves in the fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they're just going at it and you're trying to do the choreography. So they're just basically to... told, beat the shit out of this guy. Basically, yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, there's, you're, you're slamming you up, up against a wall and you're making mm-hmm. sure. There's like light choreo, but not Light choreo. It, it, it depends on the shoot. There was one shoot. Oh my God. Uh, there was a Bollywood film that I worked on for a couple of days um, that... We were basically pretending to be rednecks, racist rednecks, beating up Indians. <laughs> nice. Awesome. And we had these foam bats, and there was this uh, Indian actor. Uh, he, wasn't from, he was from India, but he was, he was living in L.A. at the time. And um, he was one of the extras, and I was supposed to be beating up with this foam bat. And at one point, the director, who was a, a big Bollywood director, actually. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, a, not Steven Spielberg, but he was a big deal. Apparently. Yeah. Um, he actually pulled me aside. He says, "Jordan, the, the actor is da, da, da. he's he's not very good at all. So I really need you. I need you to really hit him on this take, so I can get an actual grimace of pain on his face." Oh. And I went, "Okay." And then, of course, I did not do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I continued to hit him 
I and I did pull the pull the guy aside. I was like, okay, listen, on this take, I really need you to like make it look like I'm hurting you. <laughs> and he did. And we got the take, but did he think that you just hit him? Like like how he asked, or did he? Like I what happened? I don't know, but it, it was a it was one of those yeah everything you ever were taught about stage combat just he just threw it out the window. window yeah here's here's your here's your director who literally is saying hurt this extra so I can get my my take so that was fun but he liked the take yeah so there the you go you got it anyways <laughs> got it anyways exactly so um, but ironically uh, I got a gig with the Los Angeles <laughs> Opera they were doing Tristan and Isolde. And there's a big fight that happens in that film uh-huh. of that opera. I love how you say, uh-huh, like you know, Tristan and Isolde. <laughs> okay, you don't got to call me out like that, man. You don't got to call me out like that, man. That's a great question. It is a great question. I know it. I just need you to tell me to, uh, He's you know. my favorite opera composer. That doesn't help. <laughs> Richard Wagner. Come on, dude. Oh, Wagner. Wagner. You, uh, yes. Yes, I talk I about him that. all the time. Anyway, so... I was doing that. Um, I was doing that. That's not working. I got to do a twelve foot backfall off the set. They had a huge rake set, and the back of the set was like twelve foot off the ground. Uh-huh. They had a huge crash pad there, and one of the fighters basically grabs me by the scruff of the neck and then throws you down, and then throws me. So I jump in the air and then lean back, kicking my feet. That's terrifying. It was awesome. It was terrifying. It was awesome. That's so it actually was in the review. <laughs> the review of the opera had a line that said the fight choreographer. Oh, Jonathan, I forget his last name, was responsible for the coolest moment of the evening where one of the <laughs> fighters presumably fell 100 feet to his death. Oh, I my was like, God. That was me. I, I was one doing that. What's the, what's the preparation for that? Like, what do you – like, you just kind of have to do it, right? You kind of just have to do it. There is technique. You, you obviously look. <laughs> well, yeah. And make sure – Make sure and, you're hitting the pad. You know, there was, it was like a four-foot or, or, or four-foot thick crash pads. It was like probably 10 by 10. Okay. And um, well, probably bigger than that. And so you're really only falling about six feet. Problem is, when you're six feet tall, a 12 foot high fall <laughs> looks like yeah, an looks 18, like it's 20 yeah. foot fall. And you have to, and, and we, you jump straight up, and you don't jump back, so you don't go at an angle. You do have to fall yeah. back a little bit. And then you literally, it's in a, you, you don't fall into the pad, you land. Like you okay. physically. Um, uh, crunch. Oh, there's a specific way to fall into a crash pad. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and you uh, and you absolutely uh, do a do a nice hard <sighs> exhalation. Otherwise, you get the wind. Oh yeah, down. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would suck. And if and you have to keep your legs up, but if you tuck too far, you smack yourself in the face with with your own knees. Damn. So there's a lot so that there's could a, there's that a, could there's go more wrong. Than just lean back and go. Yeah. Um, but. But back to, back to the story A. So I was. It was that opera where the the cover for Curvinol, the baritone, was Jason Stearns, and that's where I met my current voice teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't even really hear him sing that much. And then when I brought him, uh, I invited him over for dinner one time, and it's like, hey, can I have a vo- voice lesson? And I was like, oh my god, this is the loudest man I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I had no idea who I was taking lessons from. And it was it was that production in stage combat that actually got me back into singing, got me back into. That's interesting. Yeah. So stage combat was like the glue it between was. like you starting so, and then you. Uh, what happened with that one music director? I was just about to ask that. <laughs> Basically, we just had a disagreement over style. Okay. She wanted it actually, ironically, more like the current revival of Oklahoma. 
And uh, was, oh, this was Oklahoma. Was okay. Legit. I was singing it more like the operetta Oklahoma back mm-hmm. in the day, and we just we just clashed. And then I got I got really in, into my head about it, and then I just wasn't singing well at all. It was terrible. And um, and I almost like my voice actually just locked up psychologically. Oh no! Yeah, it was terrible. Um, it 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 probably took about two years to get over that, and part of it was meeting a new teacher and getting mm-hmm. back into it. But uh, I mean. My favorite tenor right now, Jonas Kaufmann, he had the same problem. He lost his voice um, in an opera once and had to go back and completely retrain. Like from the, he said he couldn't even he couldn't even phonate. Oh wow! But he's doing pretty good now, so you know you can bounce back. <laughs> <from such things. laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, combat's kind of always been the a, a, a glue. It's always been kind of my other career, and a lot of times, and as as you gentlemen will know it's i don't know why it's for me it is such an integral aspect of the craft because you can't have drama without a combat no close oh um i don't i don't know what conflict oh 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 okay conflict <laughs> and literally every show Wait, why were we supposed to know that you've never <laughs> you've, no he says I've, that I've all the time i just so didn't expect times. it to come up here <laughs> no he doesn't say that yes he does have you never heard him say that? I've never heard I've you heard say that. I've heard him say it at least five times. At least. Five. In the last, like, two months. In class? In class, during, class during anyway, rehearsals. Back to yeah, story. anyways. So, yeah, you, you, can't have, you can't have drama without conflict. And, of course, combat, physical dialogue yeah. is the ultimate Well, it also, I, I feel like uh, we talked about this in Ever in the Glades a lot. Um, the fight scene in there, there was a couple um, hits that were, like, you called them a specific thing. I'm going to not say that because I don't remember the exact words, but it was, it was an actual physical touch. It just wasn't painful. Right. Um, and that's, well, that's, uh, we're kind of getting a little ahead of ourselves, but that's, that's a misnomer that in stage combat, you, you have to not touch somebody. Yeah. You know, and that's not true. You, you can have, you can have contact. Yeah. It just, um, strikes. it just, you just not have to do it. There's, there's techniques to go along. Yeah. With that. Like you don't have a contact hit to the face for many obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. But in the case of everything, the glades, we were basically striking your pectoral right. muscles. Yeah. Big um, old honking muscles <laughs> that you, that you yourself flexed. So yeah. you were ready. So to, that I was ready to take it. it. And we didn't punch, punch, punch you. We did like a cup hit. Yeah. Like you would just like you would do hugging, hugging someone. And be like, oh, you know, pat, pat on the back. Yeah. It's about that hard. Yeah, but I, the the main, like, I just remember during that show, um, we, we talked about how that oftentimes was what brought me and Scotty into the moment. Right. And from that point on, we were in it. And well, from a training aspect, the thing I loved about combat is you can't, like. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. <laughs> Even if you throw a sucky punch, yeah. you're still doing something. If you're yep. still the fist arm moving through the air kind of thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to sometimes, you know, you're, you're rehearsing a scene and the director's like, okay, I need you to do it. I need you to feel more. Um, I need you to, to challenge him more. So you did the line and it's like, okay, you, you didn't really do it. And you're like, well, I, I thought I was doing it. Yeah. So... And again, we talk about always being in the moment when somebody smacks your body. That yeah, brings it brings you, in, you in it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, but like, I, as you've if you noticed, combat is one of the things that gets the least amount of time. One hundred percent. The rehearsal process. One hundred percent. And I, I have never under un, unless you unless you you have a good director and a, who understands it works with a good fight director and you get it in quickly. Yeah. A lot of times, it's like the last thing you throw. It's together. really overlooked, which is yeah. I, I 
I mean, I remember it's dangerous. before. It, well, that, that's what makes it dangerous. Yeah. You know, if you if you got handed a song with a ton of high notes the night before opening <laughs> night, you're probably gonna crack. Yeah. Or you're not, or you're not remember your music. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. And you know, which begs the question: Well, what is what defines stage combat? And I've always defined stage combat as well. Frankly, whenever another actor touches another actor, yeah, it can be a handshake, it can be a hug, it can be dance, um, or it can be a full bone flight fight with chainsaws on fire. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If there's physical contact between two actors, to me, that is combat. Yeah, and I, I wasn't fully aware of, of what stage combat should feel like until we started working on 13. Mm-hmm. Because I remember shows before that, and I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, there it just wasn't the safest. It was It was thrown together really fast. There were some injuries, and nobody really knew what they were doing. Like, it was, it was just kind of... Oh, you want me to punch this guy? Okay, cool. And there was space, but we didn't know how to really be safe about it. Like somebody got punched one night, and then another person I gotten got choked. Yeah, he got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I got punched. Yep, punched. Slammed, choked, I almost fell slapped. in the pit once. And then another kid once um, asked me to kick him, like for real. Yeah. And I was like, "Are you kidding? I'm not." Like I knew, I knew it. that wasn't. Right. <laughs> but it was crazy. Well, it's just a lot of it is. First off, ignorance. You just not even not that a director's stupid or something. Just yeah. un- unaware of how much actually does go in yeah. to safely throwing a believable punch. Yeah, and how much goes into safely dragging someone or even just grabbing someone by the shirt collar. Mm-hmm. And um, like one of the biggest uh, injuries that occurs from stage combat is when someone just has to fall to the ground. Really? Yeah. Like just 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 an actor falling Actually, to the yeah, ground, that does smacking their knees, mm-hmm. going to the ground and grabbing them and, and trying. You know, you you do the wrist to the oh, floor, yeah, which that. I don't know why Mother Nature ingrained mm. that into our bodies. Um, I actually just watched a video the other day. As I said, someone sent me a clip of, "Oh, look at my fight," and I saw the other guy. It, it, it was the, it was their partner, oh, no. but they went, they fell to the ground. And there was a pad there, mm-hmm. but the first thing they did was they stuck their wrist out. Oh God! And there was like rocks around and stuff. And I'm like, boom, there it is, right there. Yeah, like, this is already that's not, not safe. good. But oh, it's safe. There's a pad. I'm like, mm, not really. Yeah. And um, but yeah, <sighs> just, just a simple act of throwing yourself to the ground is one of the biggest uh, ways you get injured. And then the other one is, is of course, being slapped. Like for some reason. People think yeah. a, a light contact yeah, slap to the face that. is fine. Oh, oh, people think that. Oh, oh I yeah. thought I, you were I, just I've also, A I've very also... famous actor who just died insisted on contact face slaps. In really? Yeah. And Because huh. and, um, if you think about it, you know, most people think, oh, it's just a little smack to the face. It's yeah, just eight, eight, but it's, you take like eight takes. You take eight takes or eight times a week and that adds up. Yeah, and then with that—that's your headshot, people. Like that is <laughs> yeah, literally the first thing true. a casting director sees that's before true. he sees he or she sees you. I heard that you can um, you can there's a there's a way you can slap somebody safely in a small space with the cup of your hand, which makes the loud noise, but you're literally going like really slow, but it looks fast Not because really, the no. actor is moving. Mm. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't like it, or no, that's not actually a thing. That's not actually. A yeah, thing. I don't see how oh. that could work. I mean, I, don't I think there 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 it's is a modified slap hands. that bunny I teach. Hands. Um, but basically, you send your energy through the over the, the actor's shoulder, 
and then you lightly drag the, your, your fingers across their face, and you either do the clap nap somewhere else, or someone else on stage does mm-hmm. it. Um, and that's usually that's that's usually what I have to do in a space like Lamps Players, where because of the perspective of that theater, yeah, there is no there is no way to sell it yeah. to the entire house. Same with like if, if you're doing a theater in the round, even uh, three quarter thrust, which is kind of what Lambs is, mm-hmm. there are going to be seats that are going to see the trick, and that's fine. Um, but that's that's why when I choreograph at Lambs, I try to mostly use contact strikes. Yeah, uh, because a it's real, <laughs> and the and then but it will also sell to every seat in the house. Yeah. So if how do you make that decision whether you want to do a contact strike or not? Because I know in some there are some theaters where you don't need to do that, but mm-hmm. would you still do that? The number one thing that I always ask whenever when I ever uh, propose contact strikes is I just straight up ask my actors, "Are you comfortable with this?" Mm. And backing up to you know you, you don't have to hit somebody on stage combat, you never hit somebody on stage combat. There is a infinite way of doing every fight move to make sure that everyone involved is both safe, number one, artistically satisfied, and consistent. Yeah, that's the biggest one: consistency. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I will just straight up ask my actors, you know, what are you comfortable with? And I'll usually pull them aside separately or I'll contact them via email or message and I'll absolutely ask them outright what are they comfortable with. Yeah. And um, and just – but just starting that dialogue – Is really important. Is very important yeah. because it automatically um, helps your actors to trust the choreographer. And um, I think it's ironic though <laughs> that for some reason, you know, dance – as well it should, gets a ton of attention. Mm-hmm. But if a choreographer wants wants a dancer to do a certain move and the dancer can't do it, well, then that's bad for the dancer. They're not good enough trained. It's the dancer. In combat, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, there are now, now, there are times where you audition stunt guys, Yeah, and that's a whole different thing. How is that audition but, process like? I was just thinking oh, about that. It- I've done them tons of times. Basically, the group of guys, stunt coordinator, fight director, Teaches you a quick little phrase, and you get a partner, and you audition. You do the fight. Hmm. Do they do they do falls and stuff, or is, oh, it, is it just okay? Yeah. So it's like it's like a short thing that that it kind of has everything in it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but like you know, but she sounds fun. If, but that if, does sound fun. If an actor gets hurt in a fight rehearsal, then that's all the responsibility goes back to the fight director, mm-hmm. even if it's the actor's fault. Yeah. And um, I've actually audition. I've actually written fights where I knew my actors weren't consistent. So you made it even like extra. So I literally made this, if not foolproof. If you're going to hurt somebody, you're going to hurt yourself, which is exactly okay. what an actor did. <laughs> and I went back and I was like, "Damn it, Jordan! You should have made it to where even he couldn't have hurt himself. <laughs> that would have been a good fight." What <laughs> What happened? What did he What did he do? He had a baton, and he's supposed oh, no. to. He was supposed. Well, he's supposed to get slammed into a wall. Yeah, and his own wooden baton. It was the nap for smacking, and then, and he faked bam, getting hit. Mm-hmm. Well, he hit the wall with his baton, and it ricocheted and smacked. Him <laughs> I was like, that takes talent. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually quite funny <laughs> it was quite funny and i wish i was a better man to say that no other actor deserved it better than he but i'm not and 
<laughs> it ricocheted um, off. It ricocheted off too. and hit himself in his face. Oh my face. god! Shoot your uh, this, eye again, out. most of your actor, most of your combat injuries are self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god. Um. Now, uh, th- there's there's a story that you've you've told before to us that I wanna I wanna hear again. Vegas. Oh lord, yes. Yeah. yeah. So you have okay, a so, you have scarring. Yeah, I from spent this. three years diligently studying stage combat, diligently studying swordplay, all different kinds of swordplay: mm. rapier and dagger, small sword, saber. You know, um, what they call single sword, which is akin to Errol Flynn Hollywood swashbuckling, and okay. kept up with that training. And then I got this awesome job in Vegas in a stunt show. I'm like, this is it. I'm in heaven, right? <laughs> and my quote unquote actors which I guess we can call them actors, were a combination of amateur bodybuilders. Oh. And either, like, straight-up cowboys and or, like, um, uh, your skateboarding-type dudes. Oh, so did none of them have a, a background in stage combat? Not the kind of background I had, no. Okay. Um, oh, my God. And the swords were basically just giant hunks of metal. They were so freaking heavy. Yeah. Just jagged, like oh, you can, I already you know where this is going, and it's still small, it just a small <laughs> tree because of all the nicks that were in them. Yeah, and the ba- and the day one of quote unquote learning swordplay because they had their own style mm-hmm. was you have basically two two cuts. One you do it to your to your kneecap, and the other you do it to the side of your face, right up by your eyes, so you can see it. Mm. Wait, what do you mean? High, low. You get you have two options. <laughs> That's it. He's saying and, yeah, and, and a stab. And stabs were generally generally right at your face, so you could see it. And yeah, Jesus. if you didn't parry, you were you were just get, done. You were done. You were going to get hit. <laughs> You're gone. And I remember my first. And not only that, I was in this costume that's supposed to be this like dragon costume with this modified football helmet that had this two foot dra- rubber dragon head on it that literally was falling in my face the entire Oh my god. Bike. And like you couldn't even move. Isn't Ka supposed to be the most dangerous show in Vegas? <laughs> well, ironically though, here's it was ironic. Even though it's it sounds crazy, my show had the least amount of injuries because we didn't have any real tech. Makes sense. That's what happens okay. with those circus shows. But, yeah, is okay. The, is that the stage is the, the mechanics Something mechanical goes wrong, then they can't get the word to the performers in time, and then they die. Some really bad accidents, including yeah. including some actors, yeah. some performers that got that killed. stuff's terrifying to it's me. It's very terrifying. Um, but again, I mean, you're a stuntman. Yeah, you expect to get banged up. Yeah, if you're a circus performer. You know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. There's a, there is especially a, Cirque du Soleil, huh? Especially Cirque yeah. du Soleil. Um, but anyway, but. Backing up to my show, so I'm out there, my first actual performance, and the and I'm fighting one of the <laughs> bodybuilding dudes, and they are just coming at me. Are these like big, huge oh, dudes too? Oh my huge, god, huge! <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit! If I don't block this, I'm going <laughs> to die." And one of the guys had a nickname of Chicklets. Y'all know what Chicklets are, right? Like I mean, chicken like. <laughs> oh my God, so are you saying? Are you saying like young? Was 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 a little gum candy? It was like tiny oh, little yeah, squares. No, yeah, I don't know that. And and like well, they're like they're like Tic Tacs, sort of. Oh, okay, but like gum. Yeah. Well, this guy when he was first gunning in, caught a sword to the teeth, and <laughs> they got kind of just 
uh, broken. What? And he spat him out. And the guy said, oh, looks like you're spitting out chiclets. And that's how he got his nickname. It was like a bad <laughs> Yeah. So how did you feel about that working in that show, though? Like, well, that was all your experience. It's and... like, you know what, Jordan? I think, I think you're an what's called an action actor. Like, you're, you like to be... <laughs> You know, you're you're a role, and you do the sword fights. You do well. You're you're an action actor. You are no stunt man, <laughs> because that was a that's a whole different... yeah. Like so, did you like hear these stories? And oh, you yeah. just go, Holy shit! I should not be here. <laughs> uh, over the course of ten months, yes. Yeah. Over the course of ten, 10 months, you were only on that show yeah. for oh, wow. ten months. Ten months. I did that show for ten months. That's and that's actually that's where I separated my shoulder again from yeah. From my that's the story that jousting you, fall. You've told me yeah. And uh, but I saw guys get hit. Oh God! I saw horses. Um, oh no! Very tragic. Very tragic story. It actually happened after I had left. I heard about that. Oh, and, the horse um, died. And again, it's not. Ironically, those stories are few and far between. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, "This is not. This is not the career path I want." Yeah, I, I would rather go. I want to be choreographing yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Well, that, it's also be, scary. I want to like, be fighting in Hamlet. I want to be yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wait, question: Do they have problems with Peta? Out of curiosity, with the horse issue and everything, I'm not sure. Or is that like under low? I'm not sure about that. Um, but those thing is, those horses were very well taken care of. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, we love those. That's horses. good. Yeah. Um. So uh, what that's so sad about? though. Um. Yeah, but I, I was, um, and I also. <laughs> As I've gotten through it, I also got to teaching, like you guys, I would start teaching what I would call stage combat for non-combat moments. Mm-hmm. And that was, the philosophy was, if you're doing Romeo and Juliet, you're going to have a fight director. Yeah. If you're doing a show that's, you know, post-apocalyptic Hamlet and there's, <laughs> instead of foils, you're using chainsaws, you're going to have a fight director. Yeah. But what happens if maybe you are doing a low, a, 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 a non-union tour of Oklahoma and there's that knife fight at the end, mm-hmm. but, but they can't no afford one. a fight director. Yeah, or and like the director is a you know he 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 did a fight once, so he's gonna re- redo the fight that he did. Mm-hmm. So he can teach you that fight, but he has no idea really the mechanics, the mechanics of it. Of it. Yeah, and um, and just little stuff like falling to the ground, grabbing somebody by the wrist. Yeah, you know, grabbing somebody by bunny the hands, arm, grabbing yeah, bunny hands. Exactly. See, bunny hands. Good job. I remember that one. Um, it's those little moments. That okay, sure you got hit once. That's fine, but over the course of a six month run, eight shows a week, yeah, that tiny bruise becomes a big problem, yeah, very quickly. And um, and as this, but also uh, you're talking about it bringing you in the moment as a teaching tool. It's so good, yeah, for young artists especially because again, it's easy for y'all to get in your heads. Yeah, oh for sure. You know, I think I'm acting right. Uh, this is how I think I'm supposed to be doing the scene. Versus, no, just put your left hand through the through the <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah, but you're actually doing something. Yeah, yeah. You're not pretending. To well, throw a punch. well, I remember Scotty and I used to talk about. Uh, I'm going back to Ever in the Glades. Uh, we used to talk about how well, that, that was a badass that was, fight. That was such a fun it was a fight. Great fight. It was but, a um, short fight, but it was a great Yeah, and it was fight. also nice because it was it, before then I had only really done fights that were that were like a bunch of people on stage at once. This one was cool because it was just it was an intimate and it was a longer one too. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna go off. What you, you said intimate. What can be more intimate than trying to kill someone? <laughs> yeah. No. There's you really know, nothing se- else. Seriously. That's the, that's the, that whole conflict thing. Yeah. When when the dialogue doesn't work anymore, and you have to 
literally get physical. Yeah. That's a whole different level of intimacy between acting. I have exciting. An, I actually have a question. Yeah. If you were to do a, 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 a sexual scene, mm-hmm. would you use a fight choreographer for that? Oh, yeah. What would you do for that? They're, call, they're actually called intimacy coordinators. And yes, you absolutely choreograph that. Okay. Let's say it's a comedy and they're doing some crazy stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Would that be a, a combination or would that be like, well, like let's ropes? Just, let's and... just go back to, to, to that moment in 13. We staged that moment in the movie theater. Like we oh, had, the, we yeah, had the, that choreographed to a yeah. second, you know, where, where um, Archie and Brett kiss. Yeah. We had that choreographed to the second. And it has to be because it is... <laughs> Because we could have butt heads. You could have butt heads. You could have smacked teeth. You could have um, literally bitten each other all <laughs> by accident. Yeah. You, know? you could have missed. You missed a lot. Yep. Yep. Because she's so short. I <laughs> Sorry, Krista. It's true. You're short, and I missed a lot. But, but you're right. Intimate. Any intimate moment does require some degree of choreography. Because yeah. otherwise, And not just by a director. No, and it needs to be agreed upon by the again. It always has to be agreed upon by the by the actors. It has to be everyone has to feel comfortable. Everyone has to feel safe, both physically and you know, like you're not being strong armed to do something you yeah. don't really feel comfortable doing. So how many director types categories are there? And how do you like like? There's a fight choreographer. Now you just said there's like that intimacy intimacy choreographer. That guy, and then <laughs> is there any more? Well, you have dance choreographers, well, yeah, you have dialect coaches, you have um, pyrotechnic masters. There's a lot of people that yeah. do a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. So, how do you go like a director can't just do that? Is that an equity thing? Is that a union thing? Like, you know what I mean? Well, it depends. Well, if you know, if I'm directing a show, I can do fights because I've got a background yeah. in fights and I have professional training and professional credits so i'm a director slash fight choreographer same thing with you, you see a lot of sh- uh directors who are also dance um yeah choreographers they direct the show but really they're just putting it up you know um there are i mean there's specialties obviously but uh as far as you as far as equity goes yes if there is a if if, if there is a sh- scene that requires a professional fight choreographer to come in there is a clause that that production has to hire not only a fight director mm. but he has to have a fight captain as well and that fight's rehearsed every day um uh, and except on two show days you, you don't have to do it b- before both shows unless there was a problem in the first show that needs to be addressed um and that's put in place yes absolutely to protect the actor's safety involved and that has come from years of I mean, you understand the old the old westerns; those guys just basically got just drunk and hit each other. Hit each other, yeah. <laughs> they literally just got drunk, and they <laughs> Love were kind of they, they they would speed it up. You, you can watch those old. You can tell the old fights were sped up. Yeah. So they're going slow, but they're still hitting each other. And the I, old I don't know why, but I want to see that now. <laughs> I know. Let's go watch watch old westerns. Let's watch. Let's look it up after and, this. Uh, you know, Hollywood swashbuckling came out of all those uh, stunt guys like. Um, Oh gosh, it'll kind of be in a second. Um, but they were all Olympic fencers, so they would just improvise oh okay fencing, yeah, strip fencing, and that's where you now get the classic L shape of the legs leaning back, yeah, back your hands on your on your. So did so did swashbuckling kind of come from 
from fencing? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What what you see is Hollywood sword fighting. That's that's not traditional rapier and dagger fighting. Okay. So all. okay, that's just fencing to make it look old and pretty and fancy. Well, it makes it look cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, like you know, it's all fast and flashy. Yeah. and Cool. And but in real life, it would just be like and you've come to Nottingham once too often, kind of thing. You know, you're not even looking. Not even look. Yeah, even <laughs> Douglas Fairbanks. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, there's a great book called More Champagne, Darling. That's about his son, Douglas Fairbanks. Or no, that, that that's about uh, Patty Crane. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend you watch it because one of my favorite moments. So here's here's an old school, both um, Broadway and Hollywood stunt guy fight director. He hadn't worked in months. Deep depression. He's oh, actually no. about to shoot himself. Loaded the pistol, put it to his head, clicked it. It misfired. So he cocked it back oh. again, and then his phone rang, and it was his agent with a tiny little job. Oh, my God. That's a true story that happened to Patty Crane. So just think about that. That's crazy. Careers. It's crazy. Uh, oh, my God. Stories. Um. Well... <laughs> <laughs> that this is going to be a weird transition here, but I had a question really fast. Um, <laughs> but um, oh my god! Wh- so my question was it has nothing to do with what you just said, but um, I feel like we have to have a hotline have, number now. Yeah, that's re- yeah. <laughs> if you have, um, telling you guys, mental health in the arts—it's a thing. That's yeah, why I try to help you guys win yeah. right now. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. There's so many stories. It's it's crazy, but um. If if you have an understudy mm-hmm. in a show and they don't necessarily know the choreo well, what do you what do you do if they have to go on? Like, do you just that? Honestly, that's that's a case by case basis. Usually, if you have an understudy, the the fight door, the fight choreographer or the fight captain will teach will it to them too. Them. Yeah. Usually, you'll have multiple understudies for for both yeah. actors, which means the understudies usually train together, so the understudies fight each other. Which is great, except for when you have but to go then on, when you're you probably to, not going yeah, on exactly. that fighter. But um, basically, if the understudy knew nothing, yeah, you would hold the the stage manager would call it an emergency rehearsal, which is totally under equity guidelines. Mm-hmm. And if the fight choreographer was available, he would he would be there too. Would come in and come up with something, and usually it's an extremely edited version of the original fight. Okay. Which a helps the original. Have, actor. Has this ever happened to you? Have you? Oh ever? god, yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah, oh, yeah all the time. Um, and um, actually, fun story. Uh, I was doing uh, fights for Romeo and Juliet at Los Angeles Opera, and the tenor called in sick one morning, <sighs> so they flew in another tenor. Oh wow! They actually had a cover, but the management wanted this other guy to sing it, so they flew him oh. in that morning. Oh, that would suck to be that the cover poor guy. Taught the poor guy the, the, the show. Taught him the whole knife fight. Oh, was wow. Floored. Yeah. He was a hard worker. He picked it up in a day. That would suck to be the cover. It would suck. Because you're sitting there like, yes, I get to go no, on. Was, and then they're like, actually, no, was, we're calling someone was, else. He was actually pretty upset. Yeah. But, I can um, imagine. I would be. But no, that that happened. And the tenor went on. And he sang it gloriously. And he did the fight. Wow. It was good enough, you know. And he learned it all in like a day? All in a day. Damn. Yeah. So that's dedication. It was, it was, was he a big impressive. name? He was an up and coming name. For sure. oh, okay. So, Is that okay. why they chose him? Mm-hmm. So it was for the clout. Him and, like, and, um, honestly, his look 
was just better. He he yeah. looked like Romeo. Okay. The other guy was a kind of a more burly tenor. Yeah. Wait, there's an opera version of Romeo and Juliet. I have so much to teach you. <laughs> yes, there is. Romeo and Juliet. I knew that one. Does from, it make up for Gano- the last one French. that you asked me? Hmm? I knew that one. Does it make up for the last one that you asked me? No. Okay. <laughs> it <laughs> was a good can, try. Can you name another opera by Wagner? I'll get back to you on that in five to ten business days, okay, and we'll see. Good. <laughs> Here, look it up. <laughs> I'm not gonna look it up right now, but um. So yeah, but back back to story one again. Safety, 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 safety. If 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 the fight's just not gonna happen, then you're just gonna then it's just, just do something. Okay. And like you know, when when we did noises off, one of the actors was supposed to do this. That was such a great show. Thank you. Very Can much. I just say that was we saw that he directed that show. Yeah, I know. I, well, I I, Intern. I I did all the movement for it. Yeah. Um, of course, Act Two was like one giant fight. It's awesome. Yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant. I loved that show. Well, and he had this awesome um, two-story fall down a flight of stairs. Yeah, and then the poor actor. We still don't know how this happened. He hurt his hand backstage. We have no idea how. We never found a nail before it or or during, during it during okay during a show, and actually had to go get stitches between shows. Oh, and so for you know a week, he just pretended to stumble down all the stairs and it's just like absolutely oh. it, there's no reason to try to modify it any more than that it's not safe yeah it's unfortunate so how did he pretend to do it yeah that's what i was gonna ask like, just well it was just one of those hey, and just, on the wall? he just kind of pretended to stumble and then the very last step he he fell, like fell over yeah um but after he healed he was able to go back and do this do his full fall i so. never got to see the full fall because it's from behind how did what did that look because when he fell no, that's the completely stage. on. It was completely yeah, no, it's it's on. Do you not remember that? Yeah, it, I couldn't see the, it. The second the act, way, right? The way he did it was um, first off, he had pads on <laughs> on his forearm. And oh, his okay. Lower back, um, mostly for insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would he pretended to trip at the top of the step, took two giant steps down. Well, now he's already. A quarter oh yeah, of the he's way down basically the there. Yeah. So then, from there, he spun around. Assisting himself with the railing, which is what the, this pad on the forearm was for. Oh, he, so that he, he had to catch himself. Yeah, um, and he spun around, set down, and then basically did a backflip. He is or back roll rather. So his and his this actor is quite tall. Mm-hmm. So just that roll, his legs literally got back to the landing. So the, okay, and then he just did another step back, which covered two or three steps, to, which got him to the stage floor, and then he would fall. On his back and wow. just pretending to knock himself out, but when he do it, that's set crazy. Up, it looks like he literally falls head over heels. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's crazy because I thought I thought like I knew. We obviously could see it was... though. It was from the back. We, we were seeing see backstage. It. No, we could see it. No, we couldn't. No, no, no. The first or was it? Is it the first? We've act never seen him do that. It's, uh, yes, we did. It happens in the third act. Third act, yeah. Kind Second of, act is backstage, the third act. and then isn't the third act what happened on stage while we were backstage, or is the it? First act is rehearsal. Yes, watching it I remember that for stage. sure. Second act is you're watching backstage. Yeah, and then third act, and is then he falls. Third act, third act is supposedly like the last couple of performances on tour. Where That's the whole what show it was. was just a disaster. That's what it was. No, yeah, and he didn't Where? fall in the third act. He fell in the second. No, it's no, in, it was it's third. third. I promise. It's yeah. in the second act. No, 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 third. I, I thought it was second for a while, and then he said third just now, but. But yeah, I remember it because I remember even thinking I was like, "There's, th- like, how the hell would they I, do that?" I would have remembered. I didn't see it. I don't know because I remember you, were, you talking about that forever. Maybe you were not paying attention. My but favorite I remember fight, seeing it. Um, 
at Lambs that I've done so far was the Miracle Worker, which I don't think y'all saw. No, I didn't see and that. That was a fight between Helen Keller and her teacher. Oh. And that fight was written, like the way it's, it, the script has it written out to the letter, which when you see that, that's always how the original fight was. Yeah. And that's just how they transcribed it. And I asked, I asked Bob, I was like, do you want me to come up with my own version or do you want me to just do this? He's like, well, just just do that. I'm like, great. So we did it. And uh, my actresses, uh, Lucia Vecchio and um, Kelsey Aventer, were phenomenal. Very, both of them, really hardworking girls. Mm-hmm. And Lucia, I think, was 15 at the time. And she was, you think, Chris is petite. Lucia was probably 98 pounds soaking wet. Oh, wow. Tiny, tiny girl. and But just was like a banshee in that fight. And, uh, and they did a great job. It was a phenomenal fight. And one of and on the Facebook page, a patron actually commented that fight looked too real. I I was worried about the oh really, actresses. and that and that struck me two ways. One, number one, I'm like, okay, it's good that your fight looks too real. <laughs> number yeah. two, that's bad because you an audience member never should be worried about the actor. Yeah, they should be worried about the character, not the actor. <laughs> Because it takes them out of the moment, yeah. which is what it would happen. But my next, but when I went back and reviewed it, I was like, you know what, this is this is kind of a sexist thing. Because I'll bet you, if those were two dudes going at it, they wouldn't have been worried. But but, but because yeah, Lucia, yeah. Probably, because yeah. Lucia looks so petite, and Kelsey, Kelsey, who's 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 um, she's not, you know, she's she's petite as well. But they're both both fiery, both going at it, and there was some contact stuff in there. There's yeah. a lot of grappling in there. Um, a lot of times when when Kelsey would pick Lucia up and she'd just like sling around, like kick over chairs, and knock over <laughs> scrambled yeah. eggs, went everywhere, which is awesome. But uh, I really was, I really thought about, it. like, I really think it's because it's because they actually are that good. Yeah, that they're being sold short. That oh, yeah. it's 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 it actually is dangerous. They're you know, they it can't be that um, fake. This has got to be real, right? Yeah, they, they, they've got to be hurting each other, right? And it's like, no, they're just doing the believable <laughs> techniques really, really well. Yeah, because we rehearsed that fight to death as we had to. Um, and it just wow, you know, that's interesting. You think about you think about stage combat. You think about Romeo and Juliet. You think about swords. You think yeah. about like Bloodsport and Jean Claude Van Damme and Chuck Norris. But nope. Two. It's a. It was an extremely long fight between a very look supposedly frail young woman and then a younger woman in her early twenties. Mm-hmm. You don't think about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I spent probably more time and more creative energy on that fight than any fight I've ever choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. That's. A, I wish I would. Is there it like was, a? Is there some type of recording? Probably not because it's lambs, huh? Well, if if it was, it was, it's just B roll for their archives. Okay, but um, but no, I, be... I, w- I wish I had a copy of that fight because that was because so now I want to see it that. Was so good. <laughs> um, let's see what else? Um, well, you guys, what what you you talked about glades? Yeah. So, uh, well, I also remember glades. This is something that I just randomly remember that I was going to say way earlier on is that um, uh, glades. Also, we we set a time for a full rehearsal for the fight. And I remember thinking, because this is my first time doing that, I was like, we're not going to need that long for a fight, right? And then we come in and do it, and I was like, holy shit, you need this long for a fight. <laughs> you should have that long for yeah. a fight. Yeah. Um, Whether you need to really, because, yeah. you know, a fight, and this is an, another thing that, that's a misnomer about, about 
fight choreography. A fight isn't just looking cool on stage. Yeah, a fight's there's not a lot just about, more. Oh, this is how you do a hair pull. We're going to throw that in because it's a cute trick, and we're going to pull this punch, and there we go. We're done. Yeah. No, a fight, ideally, no one fights the same way. Your character has his own way of fighting. Your character has his own way of fighting. The scene demands demands the same kind of dramatic breakdown as any scene. Yeah. Not even more. So. You're just whacking the hell out of each other. Well, otherwise, <laughs> it's, well, it's just general. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just general. It's not a. It's not a. It's not two characters who have gone past the realm of speaking. Mm-hmm. Like the stakes have gone way past words. And in some cases, now it is the stakes are literally life and life death. Life or death, yeah. And um, and like I always, I just, I've always fought against that notion that oh, it's just got to be some cool moves, or you know, you you bring in a fight guy who shows you how how to do the fun tricks, yada yada yada. But no, it should be as, and that's why if I'm ever called in to do a fight, I would I try to get to know the actors a little bit beforehand. I would mm-hmm. I'd try to watch at least one rehearsal. Yeah, does does their style their specific style of fighting go into the choreography too? Like Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And and a good choreographer, and this is dance or fighting, a good choreographer takes their takes their performer and they say, What are my performer's strengths? How can mm-hmm. I really showcase them and make it and as versus my cool choreography? Yeah. Like how can I really sh- sh- showcase my actors? What is the story? That's always the number one mm-hmm question i always ask my director i'm like you know what is the story here do you want is is javert just relentless and 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 valjean is trying to get away is this where valjean finally snaps and he comes back you know what is the story here that's number one thing did you choreograph that yeah at lambs yeah that was my first choreography gig at lambs didn't he always break the the wood no that happened one time i think i saw it that happened well. It happened one time on stage. Um, those were balsa wood um, um, batons, and they and they were they were never really meant to be struck, 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 and then occasionally, but occasionally contact would would happen. Um, and but, one night it just yeah, like snapped. One night I just, saw that. One, one night it just snapped. Really? And thank, and thank God it went upstage and not. Oh downstage yeah, into the, the audience. audience. That oh was my God. First thought. I yeah, stuff was like, oh crap! Oh um, yeah, that'd be really bad. What what would you even do in that situation? Well, my teacher tells a story. He was doing a production of Three Musketeers, which is oh, actually another no. musical, and there was this cool sword disarm. When, when that, I, sh- I should, teach, oh, I should no. teach you that sometime, where you can throw a sword behind your back all the way across the stage, and somebody else can catch it. It's awesome. Uh-huh. And this time, the sword he went flying, and somebody decided it was not going the right direction. So instead of just grabbing it or letting it do its thing, they tried to knock it into a different direction. Oh, my God. So now it's like spinning through the air into the orchestra pit and impales one of the violinist's violin. Oh, my God. Didn't hurt her. And the story goes, the violin, which is a very expensive violin, Yeah, they cashed in their insurance money to the tune of a hundred grand. Oh, my God. Retired and framed the shattered violin with the sword. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if you get a sword through the violin during a show, you get to keep that sword. That should yeah. be a, you, you've earned that. And so it's, it's apparently is hanging over their mantelpiece in their house. That's awesome. That's kind of awesome. Kind of awesome, but scary as hell but that's, too at the yeah. same time. Oh my God. I thought when you said impaled, I, I, I froze up for a second. No, I was no, like, no, holy no. shit. The violin, not a person. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd want that's to keep awesome. That for that reason, the me. musicians union, if a, if an orange 
rolls into the pit during a performance, the whole um, orchestra can get up and walk. Oh, really? Really. For that reason. Oh, wow. Not even touching an instrument. Nope. The pit is off limits. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I agree with that. I I mean, yeah, but damn. Their union's awesome, I've heard. There is. Well, so, uh, I think we've we've went well over the time. <laughs> I can talk about combat but, for years. Yeah, no, this is. I mean, it, hell, we might even want to have a part two of this one because this this is. I know for me at least. I actually want to say something really right cool. now. What's up? Oh, um, <laughs> I'll say something. Uh, I uh, this was in Adam's family when I was fester. Uh, uh, the chalice fell in the pit during um. Oh, ta- I remember that during actually. rehearsal. I think when we were running something. Yeah. And then a uh, man, and then uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> is, there a, is there a point to this? No, like, I just want to say I was. I, that I, happened to me cool. once. Poor, yeah, I mean, poor orchestra. They're kind of at the mercy of the show. They yeah. Happened. Sometimes they they will put a, a net over it. Yeah, I I think I've seen you that. Can do that, but generally speaking, you try to keep things from flying. Oh yeah, they do that at the, the Civic, don't they? Wait, in Newsies on Broadway, so many um. The papers, the papers go. The that's papers I think go into the nets. pit. Because I remember I saw Newsies at Civic, and um, they had well, to put a net staged, over it. That's a different thing. That's appropriate. Okay. okay, so if it's staged, that's fine. Oh like my in, god! Like in, like in Speaking of, of things flying into the pit, Scotty's crutch. Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear! I forgot it, it, that it happened. Hit the conductor's piano. Yeah, yeah, that did happen. That did happen. Scotty's yeah. crutch and Newsies. Yeah. It, it went right in and hit the piano. Anyways, anyways, we're, we're gonna props, if we keep folks. talking, we're gonna we'll we're be gonna here go for hours. For hours. But anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed, Jordan. Any any last words, really fast? Well, just make, just, uh, I would love to make sure, folks. Uh, we have our Thanksgiving cabaret fundraiser. Yes, it's going to yes. be running November twenty third through December fourth. You can go to typsandiego.org for details on tickets there. Asher, Jordan, and I are all in that. Actually, we yeah, we all perform in that. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Tune in next week. Uh, and as always, stay, stay classy, classy, San Diego. San Diego.